Blog Talk Radio. Conversation. I want to first of all thank last week's guest, uh, Brother Carl Sanderson, who engaged in a really interesting uh, conversation, and it's what I want to make this show all about, this interesting conversation. I'm not here to uh, preach or teach. You know, I don't have the skills to do either one. I'm here to share opinions. I'm here to learn from you, and if you happen to pick up something from me, then that's all the better. Uh, but uh, it all starts with conversation. Words are a powerful thing when put together properly. I also want to thank uh, Brother Jimmy Williams, who uh, joined me last week. He also has a Monday evening show on the same uh, station at 7 o'clock called uh, Real People from the Hood, which is uh, so. Uh, we into another week, and, you know, things happen throughout the week. And I'm, I'm going to start off uh, – a little light ways. Uh, look here, did you see the fight on this uh, this past weekend? I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Uh, it was pretty much uh, a typical Floyd Mayweather uh, track meet. Floyd Runny, not money, but Runny Mayweather. Uh, I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan, uh, not just because of, I, I don't think he's uh, 
as great as people are making them out to be. And another reason, he just lacks the class that I like to see and uh, the fighters who, who I like to, you know, appreciate. Uh, I don't I don't get the, the all the love and all the feeling of greatness that people are seeing in this brother. I think he's a really good defensive fighter because he comes in with that in mind. He comes in. His purpose is not to box or not to fight. His purpose is to not get hit. That's his that's his first first uh, uh, goal when he gets in the ring. Is don't get hit. Not not to box and knock this guy out, but don't let him hit me. Which is cute, and I guess which is can 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 uh, lead him to an undefeated record. But uh, I'm talking about some of the worst fights ever. I mean, this is the worst championship fight I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you take a guy like Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, or, or just for example, had he had that mentality to go in the ring just to not get hit and just be totally defense, I mean, guys like him could have come out there uh, undefeated. I don't, you know, okay, good boxer Floyd, you know. Great, great money maker. You're making that money. I ain't mad at you about that. Uh, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, for you to sit and say that uh, your name and the same sentence as uh, Joe Lewis or Sugar Ray Robinson or uh, Muhammad Ali uh, shows that uh, you have a very low boxing history IQ and a very high and uh, inaccurate uh, impression of yourself. But it's all good because you're making that money, man. You're making that money, and that's what it's all about. Don't matter what people think, don't matter what they say, don't matter how you look in the ring, your bank account looking fine. Your bank account is a bomb, brother. You earned it, you made it, so uh, that's great. But as far as uh, how you go down in history, uh, I'd say probably one of the, in my opinion, one of the worst uh, champions ever, one of the worst fighters, great defense, Terrible fighter, waste of money. And as it turns out, Pacquiao is now saying he had a rotator cuff injury. He's going to go and need surgery and so forth. And uh, looking at it, seeing some highlights and uh, looking at some of the fight again, I can see where he didn't really do much with that right hand. But still, I think if he had that uh, right hand and if he had a third arm uh, who can throw a right and a left, I still don't think the fight would have been any different. Floyd would have just kept on bobbing and weaving and backing up and you know doing a little you know a few seconds of rope it up or whatever he had to do to keep from getting hit. Okay, so that's his goal, and uh, and he's good at it. He's good at it. But anyway, uh, let's see. You know, I have I have so many notes because I can be so scatterbrained on this show. I don't know if you remember the old uh, Ray Rayner show uh, when he had all the notes pinned to his uh, jumpsuit. Uh, I don't have them pinned to my clothes, but I got them all over the desk here because I grab what I can and I write them down and I put it here and I think get another idea and I write it down and I put it over here and I don't really have time to consolidate them on one piece of paper. So, uh, you know, shout out to Brother Ray Rayner. We all old school. You know what I'm talking about. You used to wake up in the morning just, just for the purpose of watching that show. But Baltimore, man, Baltimore still still rolling, still rocking, and still reeling. But I tell you what, I got to give kudos to the prosecutor, Marilyn Mobley, uh, you can say what you want. Uh, people are still trying to, uh, despite the fact she did the right thing, she did it quickly. She explained it. She spelled it out, figuring that she's doing that just for the sake of losing the case. They think the fix is still in. I can't. I can't blame you. I, hey, we all know what it's about. We we can, 
you know, we, we have a history of uh, having hopes up just to be cut down and then eventually to realize it was all uh, propaganda, all the setup. But let's give the sister a chance, man. People are trying to say, well, because her uh, parents were cops, both parents, her grandfather was a cop, uh, and uh, she, uh, uncle, I believe, was, was a police, police officer, that she may tend to uh, be favorable to them. I tend to disagree. I say that because they are who they are and because apparently they were uh, respectful and they served and protected the community, she may have an end for those who give the officers, like her relatives, a bad reputation. I tend to look at it from that angle. She did the right thing, and she exposed the other uh, prosecutors of these other major cases, that, that guy in uh, Wisconsin who, who, who made his announcement at 9 o'clock and at night he wasn't going to uh, prosecute the, uh, the officer there, uh, knowing that uh, it's nighttime. What are you trying to do? It's like these peaks want to go to war. They want to put us in a position like fish in a barrel so they can just shoot us down. She exposed the guy in New York, the Eric Gardner case. These guys didn't even come up with a, a, uh, a charge. Marilyn Mobley charges uh, as much as second-degree murder and the most basic is misconduct. So she has she has artillery going at these people. It, it, it didn't it's the same thing that these other prosecutors could have done in Florida, Chicago. They wouldn't even charge these people with misconduct. A chokehold, the man saying he can't breathe, but they're saying, oh, well, since he said he can't breathe, that means he can breathe. Yeah, well, he couldn't until he, until he couldn't no more. But kudos to Prosecutor Marilyn Mobley. I, I was so proud to see that young lady stand up there. And, uh, you know, if, if it is a fix, uh, we'll deal with that when it comes. And I'm not feeling it right now. I feel that it's, uh, she has really good and serious intentions uh, in what she is trying to do here. Uh, despite the fact that the uh, police union in Baltimore is trying to uh, have her uh, recuse herself, trying to get the black system there to resign, trying to get a, a change of venue for the court case. What the hell? A change of venue? I, 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 it's, these, these folks, I do believe, serve and protect. And, and it's, it's a shame that they sit back and let these uh, rogue, uh, racist, supremacist, or house negroized cops ruin the reputation for the whole department. That's a shame. It's a damn shame. Wow. So anyway, like I say, kudos to uh, to uh, uh, the process. Uh, they're also trying to say that she only did this to quell the riots and to calm things down. Well, you know, I think she did it because it was the right thing to do, and as a result of her doing the right thing, it just happened to quell the riots and calm things down. Of course it calmed things down. We wouldn't have had a whole lot of riots if we had just got justice, if prosecutors had done the right thing. You know, so, you know, I, I to wonder, I, 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 they want to go to war. 
it's almost like there's a power that be within the law enforcement that wants to go to war, that even if it means sacrificing their own, because none of them are going to believe that they would be the one who go down or who would be ambushed. They're not going to believe that. But if there, by chance, are officers who did begin to fall, then that would give them all the excuses they need to just gun us down like nothing. Because, of course, because some couple of officers went down, now they fear for their lives. Doesn't that sound familiar? Doesn't that sound familiar? They fear for their lives. You know, what the hell fear for your life? I mean, you can fear for your life uh, uh, for any little thing. You know, two two brothers walking down the street with dreads, you know, uh, on the same, and, and and you happen to just see them, and they they just they talking about school. They got they, they have uh, final exams coming up next week. These are college students, and you 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 got a cop walking the other way. He just happened to see. Oh, well, he feared for his life. Bam, bam, they're down. I feel for my life. Not guilty. Ain't that a bitch? Yes, and you're right. You're right. I see you in the chat room. We have a chat room here. Uh, Brother Reese, uh, yeah, they want to change the march to riots. They want an excuse to go after black. They want an excuse to go to, to, to go after us. And I think that has a lot to do when I, when I was talking about the guy, in, uh, the prosecutor in, in uh, Wisconsin who decided to have the uh, – no, no, that was Wisconsin. That was Ferguson. Ferguson, Missouri. What am I talking about, Wisconsin? Even though Wisconsin had theirs, too, and Madison. Uh, but I'm talking about Ferguson when he decided to have his announcement, his, his big speech that, uh, you know, they weren't going to prosecute the guy as though he didn't, you know, what you expect, you know, the people are going to uh, riot, they're going to, they're gonna, what, what else is there to do? What, what else can we do? What's left besides rioting? We've done everything else. Over and over again, we're walking in circles. We we try to change legislation. We try, we talk about Cops need more training. Cops don't need no more damn training. These these, these satanic cops have had the same training as the good uh, uh, service-minded and protective cops. They had the same training. There's a deeper problem, and I think that this uh, these law enforcement departments have been infiltrated by an element of white supremacy for the sole purpose of doing exactly what they are doing. It is systematic, like many things. It is automatic, systematic, by design. None of this is by accident. So what do we do? And we can march. I mean, we need to do all that. We need to march. We need to. Uh, we need to vote, which we don't do. We need to. Uh, there's several elements, but it's almost like they're trying to uh, coerce an element out of us that is one of violence, so that they can, like I say before, have all the excuses in the world to crack our foreheads. But you know what? They might, their day might be coming because if they keep on doing this, they're going to be, there's going to be an element within who are going to say, uh-uh, what the hell with it? Somebody going to lose somebody so close to them that they're going to lose their will to live and not care, and they're going to just say, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to sacrifice, but somebody's going to pay for what you've done to my loved one. It's going to happen. I wish this would stop, man, because this can be a, this is a powder keg just waiting. It's getting closer and closer to the fire. 
you know, you, if you, you, you go to work, uh, I'm looking at my chat here, you, you, you're going to work and you keep getting attacked by a vicious dog, pit bull, biting it, you, you can't go to work, you, he got you cornered, Every, everywhere you go, you're looking around, you see him a block away, you're trying to get the hell out of there as quick as you can. Well, you know what? You know, if you keep on getting attacked by a crazy dog, you don't have no choice. You're not left with any choice. The owners won't put a leash on him. He keeps getting out the yard. He's attacking people. And I guess the people are just supposed to keep on going to the police department and, and say, uh, oh, well, could you give this uh, person a ticket because the dog keeps getting loose and attacking us? Oh, no. Eventually, uh, you, you get backed up in the corner and, uh, you, you know, you're just going to do what you need to do. And I, I just really hope it doesn't get to that point. But these police officers, there's a satanic vibe that's, that's, that's just flowing through some of these guys. That's really, really making things bad. And I still believe they're going to get even worse before they get better. This is what I believe. Okay. Uh, I think I ain't saying anything because every, every breath I take, I'm passing a thought. That's why sometimes I can tend to be a little scattered with them and uh, have to take my Ray Rayner notes like I do. But thinking about black people, us as black people, I'm one, you know, and the, the sensitivity we seem to have when it comes to uh, hearing the truth about ourselves, about us, things we need to hear. I mean, I'm sure we all have had those things about ourselves that someone else has had to maybe bring to our attention whereas we were at fault and perhaps not doing the right thing and we're called out on it. And uh, what you're called out on just happens to be true. And you need to take a self-analysis analysis and look at that because if you don't, then you'll keep on doing the same thing over and over again and you won't change for the better, especially with some truth that you can use, some truth that if you embraced and adjusted yourself according to that truth, then you, you, you can proceed and not stalemate yourself into one spot. So truth is a good thing, but truth, truth, truth can hurt. Truth is a mother something, something. Truth is deep. But I tell you, once you embrace that truth, it doesn't matter what that truth is. As long as you, if you can acknowledge that truth deep down in your own self to your spiritual power and, and deal with that truth, understanding who you are and the power that you have, and your love of yourself and not let that truth just bring you down to nothing. Man, that, 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 that's, that's awesome. But the problem with us black people is that we can't stand the truth. We don't want nothing to do with truth. We ain't having it. We don't want to hear it. Uh, just like that person, you try to tell something that they're totally, they're totally screwing up and doing the wrong thing. And you tell them and they try to make excuses. They try to make it seem like it's really you, you know, you're the problem. You don't really see what uh, what it is you're telling them. You see in them, and 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 just and you you scratching your head because wait a minute, this is not complicated. But some people just insist on they don't want to hear it and they'll distance themselves from you. Truth is a mother, and too many people don't want to hear it. They make excuses. They get mad. Just like, for example, President Obama. 
uh, he, he, he said some things about us as far as pulling our pants up and taking care of our families and so forth. And uh, he didn't say anything that was untrue. But the first thing out of the people's mind, mouths was, well, why is he always saying that to us? Well, he don't say that when he goes over here, when he goes over there. Well, maybe he, maybe because that's where his heart is with us, and he wants to see us straighten ourselves up more than he would anything. Could, couldn't it be that? I don't think he's just really trying to call us because he doesn't like us. He's trying to, he's trying to signify with the comments he's saying. He, he's saying if we would do that, it would make it easier for all of us, and that is the truth. How was pulling up your pants and taking care of your families and being responsible, how was that a bad thing? He didn't say that you're all some irresponsible MFs. Or, damn, y'all can't even pull up your pants and can't even. He, he didn't come out like that. He, he, he was talking to you. Truth, man. Bill Cosby, people dogged him out. Oh, well, he, he said it to this audience. He's an all-white audience. He's talking about us. He take it dead. He, he, he done got his, and now he's talk, talking down to us. Well, I, I don't know about his audience. What, is what he, did he say the truth? Did he say something that was untrue? I heard no one say anything that Bill Cosby said, that President Obama said, that was untrue. But you get pissed. Because you don't like it, because you don't want to hear the truth. If I'm wrong, look, call in here, and you 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 can talk to me. I mean, if if you if you think I'm wrong, then you know, yeah, I, I, I can handle the truth. Believe me, I'm not going to be sitting here talking about we need to handle the truth, and I can't handle it myself. Oh, bring it on. Yeah, we can. I can accept it. This is about me. If about me, I'll be the first one. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. Seven one eight six six four nine five one three. So, yes, truth. I mean, all my life, I'm hearing the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Well, you know what? I agree. The truth will set you free. Mentally, the truth will set you free if you just open up and let it sink in and embrace it and do something about it instead of trying to deceive other people and deceive yourself. Well, damn, folks in Chicago, they don't even go out. They don't even vote. There's nothing untrue about that statement. But you will have people who will get an attitude because you say the truth is that they don't vote. The truth, the truth will set you free. But you got to want to know what it is. You got to get out of your comfort zone. We are in too deep into a comfort zone keeping us right where we are as a people, which is why we have nothing as a people. We have nothing. We don't own anything. We are deceiving ourselves. We are being miseducated, and we are loving it. And that is why, and I'll get to that more later, why I'm so anti-religion. And before anybody chips on that, I'll explain it to you. You know, I'll before the days, we'll, we'll get to that, but why I'm anti-religion, because it is doing by design, of the oppressor who taught it to you. Exactly what that oppressor wants you to do for the benefit of that oppressor, and we embrace it like flies on shit. I have a caller I'm going to bring on, and we're going to see what's going on here. 
Caller with the last four digits of 2715. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Uh, how you doing, Keith? How you doing, cuz? How you doing? Brother Reese, how you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. I'm just, I, I was just hearing, by the way, I just want to say again, you know, this is a great show that you're putting on so you can give people, the real people, an opportunity to speak the the truth, you know, because, you know, they, we don't have that opportunity. We, they always selectively have people speaking for us, you know, and that's not what I, you know, um, I was wanted to add to uh, to the to the voting um, thing that you were talking about. Uh, my thing is, when we vote, the thing is that we tend to forget, for black, especially for black folk, is that these politicians they like money, <laughs> and it's not if, if you can just give them five dollars or, or twenty five dollars or whatever you can give. That's how we can get stuff. I, I believe that they, we can get stuff started and and and, and getting the help that we need. We got to put money behind these people, not just the vote. But when, when we get frustrated when we don't get heard because of that money issue, <laughs> and let's be honest about it, you know. So I mean, that's why. Yeah, I, that's why I believe. Yeah, it's definitely uh, money. Definitely has its place in politics, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and also uh, these religious uh, buildings also have a major part in the politics, which is, which is also another reason why we're sitting here in the position that, that, that we're in. It's frustrating to me because when you try to, we're talking about truth here, because people, truth will set you free, and that's why we ain't free, because not enough people want to be bothered with it. They prefer to hibernate in their comfort. And uh, truth is, uh, these religious institutions, are killing us, man, all mm-hmm. of them. But with all of the churches that we have all over the place, we should have something, brother. We should have at least a national hotel you know, uh, somewhere in Florida. Uh, they, 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 mm-hmm. they, they wanted to boycott Florida before. I'm saying don't boycott Florida, man. Use Florida. Build you a, a hotel or convention center in Florida where all of our black groups, churches, and fraternities and so forth, we, we don't have to go to the Silver Dome and the New Orleans uh, Superdome for Essence Fest. We can have one in our own uh, house, but that's not what they want because then it's going to be, well, who's going to control the money? That'll stop everything right there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And I, I always tell people, um, you know, that especially I, have, I always have debates with, with religious people all the time. So I, uh, you know, I go in the Bible, they Bible that they like to, to use on people all the time, and I tell them about, like, Acts 7.48. Acts 7.48 says uh, God doesn't dwell in the temples that made that are made by, hand, by, by the hands of man, which means that the, the buildings that they're building, he don't dwell upon that. A, a lot of religious people say, well, that's true, but but I'm saying if, if you know that it's being true, then why keep continuously going in those in those temples and spending your money, and when you need it for your to, to pay your bills, <laughs> you know why do that? That comfort zone. If you know that, that comfort zone. You've been miseducated. People have been miseducated, and it's, and, and I, I've had to say it to people who, who I love, and 
Some people don't like it. I've been unfriended by people because of some of the comments that I've made, but nobody has yet to be able to tell me that I'm wrong. Uh, you know, we, we, we are conditioned to act a way that a people has taught us to act, and we can't break it. I mean, we, we sit here, okay, when you go to school in the morning, you've been to grammar school, so have I. You, what, the first thing you do, what you do, say the pledge of, damn, pledge of release. Ain't that a bitch. We, we, every sport event, we sing the Star Spangled Banner. I call it the Star Mangled Banner. We sing, we sing an old mm-hmm. say, can you see? Like, we just got so much patriotism. Like, this country so loved us. You know, it, it's, it's just unfortunate that we've just been put so deep into that comfort zone, man, that the people are afraid or just don't want to come out. Yeah. Well, that, so what, what do you it's think? The, it's the dollar. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I, I was going to ask you about uh, about Baltimore and what you thought about uh, the reactions to. I don't know if you've been keeping up on it at all, but the, the prosecutor. Yeah, I've been I've been that. up on it. I, I've I've been sending it uh, sending uh, different things to my page, uh, African American Truth. And I've been sending a lot of stuff just to get people to understand what the process of what's going on and who who they are targeting, and and that's very important. People need to know the target part of uh, white supremacy and, uh, and so you can understand how to move because a lot of people to me, for me, like with the marching, I mean, it's okay to march, but you got to have, you have to know your agenda. You got to know, you know, you got to have a purpose. And I, I think a lot of these marches, they don't have a purpose. They just go and march. And when they find out that what's, they don't want to hear. Then it turned that march turns into a riot, and now you you got people looting because they didn't you know they marching just to hear, knowing in the back of their mind that the white supremacy is going to tell them what they want them to know, in the negative, but they, but yet they still continue to march and get that answer that they don't want to hear, and then they turn into it turns into a riot. So I think that we have to have an agenda. We have to have our own code of conduct. <laughs> You know, black folks. Period. Uh, we got to have our own agenda. Uh, we got to. We got to. We. We. I always stress to people that try to build your own business. And a lot of people say, "Well, well, how do you do that?" Well, you have a job. <laughs> you can use that fund, those funds, <laughs> to create to create a job for yourself. And I tell people, quit running so fast to to get. To, to spend that just spend your your money like that you get at the end of the at the end of the year on all this junk and nonsense that you're getting it's it's ridiculous man you can invest that money and you can start your own thing you get your respect right up there where you at in DeSoto Texas those black folks up there are so on point white supremacists can can never can't, they can't shake them people up there man. They got they stuff is on point right up there in Tesoro Tech. They we, they call it the new uh, um, the new uh, uh, Tulsa Oklahoma. That's what they call them, Tesoro Tech. And it's right up there where you are. I've heard I've heard, heard a little something about that. that that's where that's my, that's where I get my haircut in Tesoro. That's where I get my Jack Daniels yeah. in Tesoro. So yeah, being Tesoro to a friend. Oh yeah, man. That's 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 I got. I need to do some, do some homework. You said the black uh, toast. I need to do some homework on that thing because I, this is the first I've heard of that, man. Yeah. Glad you brought it up. And back in, yeah, back in 2014, uh, in Dallas, Texas, they had, a, they had a problem with this Chinese Chinaman that was uh, 
that was, you know, calling black his, his customers monkeys and all this stuff. So what they did, they did a boycott. They boycotted his ass, and he ended up losing his he ended up losing his uh his business totally because he wasn't getting any business. And they ended up putting a a, a black owned gas station in that in that place. We just need to Brother understand I'm, I'm, these type of progress. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I you got a minute or two? You want to you want to hang on, or you, you need to go? Oh yeah, I I, I hang on. Let's. Okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my normal break. I got a commercial uh, that I play. We do a couple of old schools, and we come back, and we're gonna pick up on uh, some conversation. And one thing I wanted to talk about too is that. Uh, I was talking about sensitivity among us as a people, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I want to talk about uh, all of a sudden people are chipping on the fact that they're trying to equate the thug to an N-word. They're trying to, which I ain't never been called an N-word. I've been called a nigga. I ain't never been called an N-word in my life. But they're trying to yeah. trip on the thug thing, and they're tripping on Chirac and just the name. But we'll talk about that when we come back. And, uh, okay. Hang, hang with me, Brother Reese. We're going to pick it up from right here. I have nowhere to call us, so... Uh, you you free to do the uh, show with me, brother? If, if you okay with that? Oh yeah, no no problem, no problem. Okay, you all uh, anybody want to call in and chime in? Uh, if not, I'll just keep uh, on rolling with my cousin here. Yeah, Lena 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 probably want to say something, mate. Uh, okay, that's fine. You're more than welcome. Okay. The number is seven one eight six six four nine five one three. You all uh, hang on. We'll be right back. All right. Excuse me.
Hayes, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990, with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your T-shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your T-shirt man. Music back, man. Music, they say, soothes the savage beach, uh, uh, savage beast. 
And that's exactly right. And that's what exactly what it's done by design. But mm-hmm. I was talking about uh, the last few days I've been hearing a lot of all of a sudden people are tripping on this with the word thug, we, us being called thugs. And I'm saying like, okay, so, I mean, you know, don't, don't even, don't even try to equate that or, or compare it to any other word. It, it, thug don't mean, don't mean nothing to me, man. They, they trying to say that's the, that's the new nigga, the new, the new N word. I mean, have you heard this conversation? And uh, what, what, if you haven't or have, what, what do you think about it, even based on what I just said? Uh, basically, the thug, uh, if, if you look at history, uh, you can go, we can go back to the 20s where you had to, uh, you had, you had to, you're gangsters. And predominantly, the, 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 the predominantly gangsters that you've seen was, like Scarface and and guys like that, and they were considered thugs, you know. So to even put a, a face on that, black folks need to just leave leave that alone because it, you know, just like I said, it, it, the only way you can uh, learn how to deal with with white supremacy, you got to actually study how they really truly move in order for you to move maneuver around them. Instead of exactly, all this exactly, no, so. man. You can you you can say that a few more times, man, because you're absolutely right. We we need to understand. I call it the system featuring racism right. and white supremacy. You, you are absolutely right, man. So that's the only way that we can, uh, as a people, can move. If we got to understand how they really move. See, the racism is just on a on a smaller scale. You got other things. You talking about economically. And, and all other aspects besides this racism. The racism is just one of the many yeah. that the uh, white supremacy yeah. has against black folks. So once you learn how to you study how white supremacy really are, how they really move and shape, and you can be able to move. You know how to move. You know, I said I said on the show before that you know what we we are sitting here. We're trying. We're so busy trying to figure out what the hell happened two two thousand years ago. As far as I'm concerned, and no disrespect to anybody, ain't got shit to do with shit. And we live in today's time, but we, we're trying to figure out 2,000 years ago, the oppressor is 30 years ahead of us. He's saying 30, he, he's saying the year 2045, 2045 or 2040, and we're still trying to figure out 30 years ago. Right. We're not keeping up. We're not yeah. keeping up. That's only because we we keep worrying about, like, we 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 continue to worry about racism as as a whole, and just like I said, you have to study the, how they what what they are and who they are, how they move in order for you to move. And sometimes I even tell people, you know, you have sometimes have to take a, a page out of the out of history to understand what's going on. Just like in the Mississippi uh, bus terminal right, uh, thing that was going on uh, when when Martin Luther King went there. And how they changed the economics of Mississippi just for not riding the bus. I mean, you're talking, you're talking about stopping people from getting jobs, and these are white folks. <laughs> you, 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 because they yeah. don't have the money. Because the money is not there anymore. It's not gener- We're not generating the money through the through the bus system. So that made them force them to have to change <laughs> the, the bus system. Not not racism, but the whole but the, but that bus is from Mississippi. So yeah, they, they those are the things down. we have to do. Yeah, 
They settled but, down. But see, when you, Those are the things. But see, go ahead. We, we have people who kind of try to get that message out, and I'm not sure how close they get to that message marinating within amongst a, a, a certain group of people, but what happens is uh, what happens on Sunday, these people go to church, and then they're re-educated again. Then they, all they're concerned about is uh, the afterlife and going to this better place and a Savior and all this, Lord, instead of dealing with what's right in front of their face today, that's killing us. It's got us into a state of self-genocide. It's a, it's a condition. It's, it's chains yep. on your brain. That's what I say. The chain, you got to take the yep. chains off the brain in order for you to function right, for it to function right, and to see why you – people. I, I always tell people, because, see, I'm, I like to confront things like that to people that say, oh, man, I go to church every Sunday – but yet you can't you can't ask you you can't you can't ask your 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 your, your pastor can can I, I need some money so I can take care of my kids you know he drawing in forty and fifty million dollars uh, 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 every Sunday and he take it to them the white supremacy bank and they draw the interest off of it. and I tell, and I also talk to people like you know and and explain to them if you really want to know where your money is going. You just step outside that church that you at and look look to your left and your right and find the bishop's or the reverend's car, and that will just give you a determination of where your money is really going. So, you know, it's not, you know, it's not it's not that simple, man. It's not I mean, it's not that, it's not that hard to understand, you know, what what's going what's really not going at all. on. Not not if you want to, not if you want to know, not if you come out of your comfort zone. That's what people bury their heads in the comfort zone. And, and they don't want you want you to shed light on it because they don't want to see it because it makes them think and it's too easy to be comfortable in that zone and just be guided by some guy who's living in a mansion and driving a Rolls Royce and you you know paying tithes and going back to the hood. So you you mm-hmm. you, you on point with that, brother. Yep. And like Creflo Dollar, I'm sorry. And like Creflo no, Dollar, for him. Like with him, he's been in jail and and like two times within weeks of each other because he's. The first time it was because he was trying to get his congregation to give him money for a building that he was building, and it was basically his home, his own home. So they arrested him for that, and then he got arrested again for his daughter. He choked her out or something because she wanted to go to some kids outing or something. So those things right there, you, you got we got to look at it. These are human. These are man-made materials. Things that we gotta stop putting dwelling uh, that, that man. This 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 he's the like he's God, <laughs> and he's not. He's he, a man. He, just he, like he, me. You know, he, exactly. He he's no more man of God than I am. He's no more man of God than exactly. you are. He, he just studied. He, he he got a gift to gab, and he can talk with that little soft ass tune that they all have perfected. Uh, and uh, people people just fall for it, man. And 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 it's 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 a, it's a shame uh, that. You know, you go to these uh, religious buildings, and, and they teach you everything to, that you're looking for is outside of yourself, mm-hmm. outside of yourself. If you if you turn it around and reach into you, man, everything that you need is already right there. But if you got that, then you ain't going to need them. That's why they don't turn you towards yourself. They keep you looking up at the sky. Yeah. You know? And and, it's a, and I, I see this stuff, man. And when I, when I get a chance to talk to somebody who's on that same level who can at least understand what I'm saying, even if they so deep into their comfort zone they disagree with me, but they can understand where I'm coming from, it's soothing to me because to me it's a no-brainer, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. 
and you know, I I, I also I, I took a uh, a page from Dr. Umar Johnson. He 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 pretty much said that uh, you know it's fine that you got all these black folks want to be part of all these different religions and whatever. That's cool, whatever. But the but the one thing that he wants everybody to understand, and he wants everybody to come together as a black black people. It, it don't have nothing to do with religion. We have to come as, as exactly. together as black folks. I mean, you can be whatever you want to be, and and I exactly. and I and I and I understand you. You said that as as well. You know, you can be whatever you want to be, but we have to come as together as black people because we, before we was even any type of religion, we were black first. <laughs> so we grant we got away from that. You know, and, you know, and everybody want to be a part of something. It, but but my whole thing is, damn it, then be a part of yourself. And take it from there, right. because you're a part of everything except for yourself. Too many people are. Exactly. See, and that's what you know. I, my whole thing is, why should it even matter? Why should anybody even know what the hell you believe? Why should it matter what you believe? If you're a good person, I don't care what you believe. It don't. It don't matter to me what you believe, man. You ain't got. I ain't got to know. If you're good people, treat people right and do right by people. You're okay with me, but if you're an asshole, I don't give a damn what religion you claim to be. It don't matter to me. It doesn't make a difference. Therefore, it doesn't matter. It's who you are and what you are doing as a person. And I get tired of people mm-hmm. categorizing because you say that you don't believe like me. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have that belief. I don't believe in the belief system that uh, of, of Christianity. But that has nothing to do with anybody's God because I can't know anybody's exactly. God. But but I will never embrace any belief system that was imposed upon us with bloody hands by an oppressor for the benefit of that oppressor. That is, I don't get it. Yeah. But if it works for if it works for an individual, more power to him. Yeah, and that's what I say. That 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 I I agree with you one hundred percent. But the 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 gist of the whole matter is that we got to understand that we are black first, and then the religion. Because religion exactly. is mainly like man-made stuff. You know, mythology. A lot of it is. You know, I, I think all of it is. I think all of it is. You're right. It's it's man-made. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. It is is man-made, man. And and I don't have time. Look, as far as I'm concerned, I am here, and I need to do what I need to do to survive until I ain't here no more. I ain't got time to be trying to figure out 2,000 years ago. I'm living in today. Yes. Our kids are killing each other. They're immoral. They're, not all of them. And you know, anybody who knows me, you know, I never, I don't never meet everybody, but enough of them to make an impact on us as a people. These kids have no respect. These adults, uh, they, 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 they've been systematically brainwashed. They've been television programming, TV programming. It's called that for a reason. So that's actually exactly what it does to you. It programs into whatever it wants mm-hmm. you to be. We are Manchurian like, and people can't see it. And, and, and as a matter of fact, I was talking about uh, before we went on break. I said we we're going to talk about this Chirac, and I, I was tripping out on how people were tripping out from Chicago talking about what do you mean Chirac? What the hell you think Spike Lee means Chirac? Hell, you're up there killing each other. Well, they doing it in yeah. Detroit. They doing it in L.A. They doing it. Well, damn it, he can't call it all that. He just choosing to use Chicago as a platform to, to, to make this movie. Come on now, and you don't even know what the context of the movie is. Spike Lee usually is conscientious and has something a good message. And within his his movies, what are you talking about, these yeah. people? Don't call it Chirac. Yeah. Oh, be quiet. Well, what, what do you think yeah. about that? Did you did, did that? I mean, did, did that, how did you feel about that? Did, did it move you at all? Or was it just the name of a movie to me? Well, I, I, 
we would call ourselves that. So, I mean, before yeah. he even acknowledged that he was going to make a movie about it, we would call ourselves that. So for you to to say, well, I don't want you to say that, that's hypocritical. That's being hypocritical because you you you, you acknowledge that that's what our, the city of Chicago was the new name for, Chirac. And uh, I basically just, I mean, maybe we need to see ourselves looking silly. And maybe that will help some of the people to grow up, you know. You know, you have to see what, what you, sometimes people have to see the wrong that they call on big screen or on television or something so they can say, okay, well, man, I need to change my ways. You know, hopefully that will get to that place. But like I said, well, if nothing, if nothing, well you know damn well it ain't going to hurt nothing. It sure hell can't hurt nothing. No, it ain't going to hurt nothing. Uh, and and I'm, I'm saying, man, Spike Lee, bring it on, man. To call it like it is. Yeah. Well, this is this, and this is what I meant when I started off the show today. I, I said that black folks are too damn sensitive. Yeah. Especially when it comes to the truth. Mm-hmm. But these same people talking about Chirac, they got their nose pressed up against the TV screen with empires on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these same people that talk, talk, that tell me sometimes, I, I get the message. Man, why don't you what about my lingo? How I, you know, why, why you can't you express your point? No, I express my point the way I choose to express my point. But these same right. people talking about uh, some of the language I use, they sit and sit watching, looking at Chris Rock CDs, and and, and uh, they love Richard Pryor. I'm saying, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, come on. But sometimes people don't, you know, they just don't want to grow up. They want to still remain in that kid mentality. Or I wouldn't even, you know, I'm not going to even. Put that on the kid. It's, I, I think it's idiocy, you know, sensitivity, all that stuff wrapped up into one. You know, just you know, you you, you uh, condition all of that stuff, and we we we, just gotta, it, it, we you know we got to peel all that you, stuff away. It, exactly. It, it, we 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 fall and pray to the system. And not only have we accepted it, we seem to love it. We seem to won't have it no other way because of the brother, like like you just mentioned, brother Umar Johnson, who probably most people who are listening to me, are listening to the show, even in the archives, probably never heard of, but they should, because we do mm-hmm. have black leaders. You're not gonna see them on mainstream. You got to do your homework, and you got to come out your damn comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That, see, that's that's another thing. Zone, I don't say if you got a comfort zone, then then then. People like Umar Johnson ain't gonna really get to you until you open up a little bit and let some seep in. Yeah. And that, that's another thing that uh, black folks made mistake at. I, I think in the '60s with with Dr. King and Malcolm X and uh, uh, Megan Evers, that they they put it's like they pushed them out there to be the leaders, and so they don't have to do much. They just follow behind them. So when them people got killed, then they scattered away like roaches. It was just, that's how that's how it was, and now everybody's afraid. You know, I think that we all are uh, leaders in our in our own right. I mean, we don't really need a leader to in a, put a, to put in the forefront to get murdered or assassinated. That's that's what I believe, man. I mean, you you, you brought that point up, and and that's what I I feel. I mean, because it, it, history shows you Malcolm X was assassinated. Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. Megan Evers was assassinated. You're totally right. What, 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 You're totally right. What happened to all those Peter. blacks 
at that time. Well, all of them, all of them are not passed on. They don't want to get assassinated. And that's the difference between, that's the difference. Exactly. But see, you you talk about the Jews, they got their things together. And I I say Jews, I don't think, I don't don't mean anything derogatory towards them whatsoever. Not at all. I have nothing against uh, Jewish people. Matter of fact, I respect them for doing, for overcoming their uh, dark history uh, imposed Mm -hmm. on what they are doing. But you don't know, I, I, I can't tell you the name of one Jewish leader. Because they're all, like you said, lead yourself. And you don't have to walk behind yep. nobody, but you can walk alongside of thousands of people. And they know exactly. to be behind the other. And that's what you're saying, exactly. man. You're right. But see, we, but then, see, we, you, you can start getting to people, and the next, then, then Sunday comes around. It's a shame. Sunday don't, has to come every week. Why can't it come every 10 years? You know, because mm-hmm. you might be getting through, and here comes Sunday. Now they got to go to church and listen to and then the, then the preacher man start talking. Next thing you know, they're doing the jet clamping and the funky chicken up and down the aisle and speaking in the tongue that they can even translate. So yeah. I, I'm just being real. I'm just being serious. I'm sorry. Because I don't like to see anything. That, that, that is right. It's, 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 it's an act. You know, they got to get they, they need those four. See, the preachers need their four or five days up to Sunday to get their act right. You know, they've been fornicating and doing all this and smoking weed and, and doing all this other stuff these Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday and Saturday. So they need that that, that comfort on just come to church on Sunday so that they can get their stack together. They need them five days, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. You're right. You're right. They work hard on Sunday. I'm telling you, they, they work hard on Sunday, man. Yeah. It's working for them. It's working for them. Yeah. But, and, uh, and, and, and these are not white folks. These are black folks that's doing this. Oh man, I can't. Oh, exactly. man, I'm not letting this go. I ain't never been in the forefront before, so now this is my opportunity to be in the forefront, yep. and I'm not letting yep. this go, man. But, but back, back, I'm gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna say one more thing about that Chirac thing. This is a message to the people out there who are, who tripping on the fact that Spike Lee wants to call his movie Chirac, which is only appropriate to me. Look. It's just the name of the movie. You don't even know what the context of the movie is about. And what are you complaining about? Mm. Come on, people, think about this. Stop, stop tripping on bullshit and minor things. What we should be tripping about is the school systems and the curriculum that are in these school systems that, that do nothing to teach our kids about conflict resolution, anger management, uh, 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 basic morals, self-respect. Mm-hmm. You know, these classes should be mandatory from pre-kindergarten to 12th grade. We have to deprogram our kids and turn them around. we got to give them sensitivity training and let them understand that when you are hurting people, you can't just press a reset button and start the game over again. Yeah. Well, see, that, see. that goes to show that the, the education system is another supremacy oppression, of, especially for the young black men, because young black men like to move around. They like to, they, they they can't stay in one spot. So when you continuously kicking them out the class, they don't have they 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 lose interest in that, and they want to do something else. But they don't have the the, the skills to do the pop, majority of positive things that they need to do. So they go to crime, and that's what the system wants. They want exactly kids to be in, in incriminated. Exactly. So my thing is, the best way to to do that. Is and then you got these parents that are that that are, that are out there that want to push their kids. 
to these schools so they don't have to deal with them instead of trying to see you know, what's my, going on with my, them in their life. Because my, my first response, when, you, when, when anybody ever says to parents, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know what, the parents are kids too. Now yeah. what? We got yeah. to go beyond the, the parents are kids too. We got we to, there has to be a certain kind of system which the, the church ain't doing. I don't see any, any, any it happening anywhere. Whereas we have to acknowledge the fact you can't say it like how it was when we came up. It starts at home. Well, with the parents being the kids, also that is a problem that is starting at home. All wrong. Mm-hmm. They had, yeah. That's that's why these this curriculum scoop has to be changed to include stuff like conflict resolution and anger management and, and stuff like that. So these kids have some place that they can learn this shit. Yeah, my thing is. It's just another option. At homeschooling, that's the only way you can get those type of curriculums because they're not going to put that in there because that means that you start learning and you start learning different things that they don't want you to understand. So you have to do that. Homeschooling is probably the only way that you can possibly do that, that type of curriculum. Um, Unfortunately, that's how it is. That's how it's going to always be. Like I said, I always tell people this, too. Uh, for every one black person, for every one white person, we are three steps ahead of them in knowledge. And see, so that's why they have to be so engaged in front of us in life, because if we are either either be a couple of steps behind them, they lost. So that's that's the logist of it, you know. Mm-hmm. People don't want to want to. People need to see the seek the truth to get solutions. Now, what the solutions are? Well, we need to start getting out of that comfort zone, like you said. We need to start doing things for ourselves. We need a code of conduct. We need all these type of things that it don't take a rocket science to do. And we have to come together. And I'm talking about not just in in here or in Chicago, but everywhere. Across the across the globe, because to be perfectly honest, we are the true majority. <laughs> people don't want to don't want that to, to people don't understand that, but we are the true majority, and they are the when true minority. Exactly. When, when you un, when you understand how it really breaks down, you're damn right. That's why anytime I hear us being referred to as minority, I just shake my head. And say, why do we accept this shit? Because we're not. We're not. We believe what the system tells us, and they say that we are. So therefore, I guess we are. And that's why I call them I call them coons, cause, and I even gave them a, a definition for that too. Cooning is like for me, it's like uh, throwing black, black folks throwing black folks under the bus for economic, and and uh, for economic uh, reasons, you know. So that's my definition for cooning, you know. So I just call people that and you know that move that way, and 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 and, and shuck and jive in front of the white folks. Um, and talk bad upon our people like that is it, terrible, man. But I, they, that's what they—that's their thing. They like to coon to get money. And you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm—I'm I'm, thinking. I think next week I'm gonna—that's gonna be a topic on my show because if there's one thing that I don't understand, and I'm, I mean I just don't get it, I kind of do, but I don't. My head because it's a damn shame. When I look at these damn House Negro Black Republican conservatives. Mm-hmm who are against any and everything that's the benefit of black people. 
and, and you know, it's like, it's almost like when you look at a picture of them, they, they even come out, they have a certain buffoonerized look about themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you look at them, yeah. it's like, you even look like a stupid-ass Negro. And when you hear him talk, it's almost like, you know, if these, if, these, if, if, if these type of Negroes that we have here, these black conservative Republicans, if they were in Africa, then Africans would not allow that element to exist amongst them. Oh, no. And that's what, we, that's what we have to do. Because, see, the, the, the whole legit of, of uh, white supremacy, they the sleeve of white supremacy. Just like I said, we are the majority. The minority can't do anything without the majority. So they have these people, which are coons that I call, uh, setting people up, you know, and that's what it is. So we have well, the reason to, I have, have, I, do, I have uh, let me say this. I, I, I see we have another caller uh, that's listening. Uh, last four digits is 3074. If, uh, 3074, if you want to chime in, just press number one, and I'll see that you are knocking at the door, and uh, we'll get you on to the conversation. And if, if not, then I'll understand that you're just listening. And I hope that you are uh, enjoying the conversation. And uh, I'm just uh, glad to have you on. I see that they have pressed number one. <laughs> Brother Rico, I'm going to bring another call on the phone. Uh, hang hang okay. on with me, man. You, you, can finish, you may as well. You have done this far, man. I'm not, I'm not going to touch you off. You just finished the show with me. Hold on a second. Go see who we got. Caller, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm, yes, this is Carl. How you doing, my brother? Carl, what's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm good, man. You know, I just tuned in late from the, for the show, and, um, man, it's always a blessing, you know, to listen to you. And, you know, I like this show because it shows you can speak your mind. I don't know what I missed, but uh, I was looking at the schedule, and I, and I saw um, the one piece about uh, Floyd uh, Mayweather is he overrated? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, Floyd, Floyd, Ronnie, Ronnie, Mayweather. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie. Well, you know what? Um, when I first saw him, I saw this kid. He was, you know, a little skinny. He was hungry, and. You know, he, he really wanted to be successful, man. And after his after his tenth fight, maybe I saw something in this guy, man. You know, and what I saw in him was the determination to be successful, man. He got rid of Bob Aaron as his uh, promoter, and when he stopped making changes to get rid of Bob Aaron and to run his own uh, teams, I was real impressed with that, man. That impressed me. And here's a guy, I don't know who, who he was taking cues from and who was in his ear, but whoever was in his ear, man, they really got this. As far as making money and being successful, he had some good people in, in his ear, you know. And this character now, he's, He's 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 a main he's a mass at least he's probably five hundred mil at best you know and mm-hmm. this guy here allegedly have a third grade education you know and that's what kills me he's I think he's street smart and everything but this cat according to Fifty Cent you know and other people 
I don't know how, I don't know where his uh, education level was at, you know, so I really can't compound on that. But I'm, you know, this guy here, man, I'm, I'm proud of that successful rate as far as successful in making money in this in the states. But he got some flaws that I that I really, you know, don't like. Let me sign on on him being overrated. I don't think he's overrated. He's a good he's a good fighter to me. He's not gonna he's not he's a small guy, so I think he's I don't I think he's so good he don't wanna get whipped. So that's why he you guys look at him as that running thing. He's not gonna make Brother Carl Brother Carl, I I agree that he is a, a he is a good fighter. I just wanted to say that. Go ahead, finish what you finish your point. He's a he's a good, he's a good fighter, fighter, and he can he can protect himself. But here's the flaws that I don't like, and he's a he's a woman beater, woman beater. He got about five cases of convictions out there. I really hate that fact. Now you know, so I would hope that this young man would would get get some counseling, man. You know. But it's hard for a, a, a person to get some counseling. Are you still with me? I'm still with you, brother. Are you still with me? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can brother hear Reed, you. Can you hear me? It's, yeah, yes, it's I can. hard. Yes, I can. It's hard to get some counseling when you worth so much money because can't nobody tell you anything. You know how that money thing goes. You know, yeah, you get so yeah. much it made, money. It made Mike Tyson. Me. It made it made Mike that made Mike Tyson crazy. You're right. That money exactly. made exactly. It's right because yeah. Mike exactly because Mike Tyson he had made he had amassed a large sum of money too, man, and 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 couldn't handle he couldn't handle success, man, and that's probably why he's ain't worth that much now. You know, they still allow him to uh, hang with celebrities and do a little something, something, you know. But he does. He never did to make that. Never had the money that he, you know, once had. And so, you know, that's one day I wanted to spawn on with Floyd. And but Floyd, I would hope that he would get some, get us some help, man. You know. What yeah, the other it's never topics? too late. He's thirty-eight. Right, never too late. Never, never, never too late to do something great. That's one thing. One, one little. Right. That's my little rap. Rap, rap, okay. rap, rhyme. Okay. I should make a, I should make a rap. I should make a hit record. Never to make you something great. Right. Hey, okay. It's crazy as hell. Uh, I'll be rich. But anyway, we talked. We talked yeah. about. We started off talking about the I mean, ball. Yeah. I was giving two okay. dollars. Right. I was giving. Hold on. I was giving two to uh, the prosecutor, Marilyn Mobley, for taking right. the stand right. and, right. and charging right. these stuff. Yeah. Right. I wanna. I wanna. Let me speak on that as well because here's a woman. It took a woman, and a something? woman with a. I like a woman that's got some guts. She she went something? out and said, "Hey, we know what happened, and we're not going to let this happen here in Baltimore." She stood up, and she pressed some charges, and mm-hmm. now those charges with those six officers. Now we need some convictions. We need yeah. some convictions and some substantial time behind mm-hmm. that, behind that kill, behind those that killing of uh, Mr. Freddie Gray. That's what yep. I'm looking for. Now that we got the charges, now we we need to get some convictions. 
and it took a woman, hopefully Anita Alvarez, the state's the Cook County State's Attorney from Chicago. Man. Hopefully she can she can get some balls and and develop some uh some less about herself because she blew the case against Raquel Boyd, and so I'm hoping that you know uh, we just gonna have to vote her out. Because the judge, he made a mockery of and told her that she filed the wrong charges. She knew she filed the wrong charges. She, she filed, filed, she Anita, Anita, filed Anita the Alvarez, wrong charges. Anita Alvarez ain't shit but a puppet of the Chicago machine system. She is a system. puppet. That's exactly, she knows it. That's exactly what she, and she is. Better, and she filed she better, the charges. She better, she, better, she better do what she did if she wanted to live. That's right. And, and the reason why she didn't, she didn't, Found no uh, first degree charges against that uh, that cop. His name is uh, Servin. Dante Servin, yes. right. Okay, she didn't file the first degree charges against him because she knew that she knew that she could have. She knew that she was going to have the uh, fraternal order police on her ass, and that's exactly why she didn't do it. So she went with those lesser charges. Because she knew that she couldn't bring him back on the second time and charge him with murder, not even manslaughter. So she blew it all the way, and the judge exposed her. Well, but exposed Carl, her just, well, I, I, I say she succeeded because that was what she tried to do. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yes, yeah, she blew mm-hmm. it intentionally, but she succeeded as far right. as what she to do for yeah, her Exactly. Concerned. Yes, yes, she did succeed it. But now we got to make sure when when she's up for election, she's out of there. We got to get up a uh, hopefully a sister like uh, Marilyn Mosley, man Mosley, so we can uh, oh, you know that's what you, we need. You man. know what, and, and hopefully Mobley, Marilyn Mobley, hopefully we can get another sister. We do have another sister as the uh, Attorney General for the United States, Miss Lynch. And hopefully she's gonna come in and clean up some of the stuff with old coward ass. Uh, what's his name? It just got left office. Clean yeah, up Eric some of Holden. his mess. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, bad. Eric Holden. Yeah, I, she got to clean up some of his mess. That's why he ran I out really, of there. I, I really, brother Carl, I really <laughs> believe that uh, sister. I believe that sister uh, uh, Loretta Lynch. She comes across uh-huh. the same way Marilyn Mobley does. She really does. And, and you know, and, right. and you, you mentioned. Right. When you first started talking, Same you mentioned ballpark. about Marilyn Mobley. You, you mentioned that it took a, a black woman, and and it's something that it, it's taken two black women. So so when, look at this shit, man. Look at it. It's taken a black right. female attorney general of Baltimore. It's taken a black attorney general of the United States of America to do the damn right thing. Where are all these black house Negroes? Exactly. You know, exactly. Hold on, brother. 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 And black folks need to stop thinking that they vote don't count because if you look at it, if you st- if people need to step outside the box and say, okay, why do, why are they always uh, tampering with the with the voting process? 
That's it's a reason for that. It's because they know if 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 they don't do that, you they'll never be to get an office or anything. They know that. So we need to start playing on that as well, you know, to say, okay, I'm going to use my vote whether he's, I don't care what he's talking about. He's trying to deter me away from that. And that's the reason why. Right. We, we the true, we the true, that tells you right there that we are the true majority and they are the real minority, the true minority. Because of, and that and in, the, in the voting process. And they, yeah. and they know that. And they know that. Brother Carl, what you think, brother? Hey, man. That's, here you got, in this society now, that's why the Republicans, that's why the conservative Republicans, that's why all of a sudden, they, that's why they're trying to act like they're so bad since the last seven years since uh, Obama's been in office. That's why they're mm-hmm. coming out and trying to and, and try to push that Jim Crow-ism. They're trying to push that Jim Crow-ism yeah. out there to let yeah. you know that, look, we're still running this. We running this, and then we got all the gangster, uh, all the punk ass cops that's killing uh, young black men across the nation. You know they're trying to show you that we're still running it, but that ain't that ain't happening now, man. I it's gonna be some changes, man. Yeah. You know, just like Sam Cook says, the, the time the change changes gonna are gonna be are coming. Yep. And so I think some changes are coming, man. And I just think. Like we have to get off our lazy asses, man, and come out and vote, because I guess the power is in vote. We just can't uh, just nilly, willy nilly and just say no. We can't. We're not going to vote. Yes, we can. We proved that in Chicago. We told the we told the nation back in eighty two, eighty three, when Harold Washington ran. We told oh, yeah, the nation no that if you can pull together, that brothers, that black folks. And people of color can pull together and put their own in. We did that, you know. And, and so you it know can what? be done. It can be done since we got since we the people of color and we have a, a lot of more other ethnic groups as well that are that are followers. You know, you know, you and know what, you know, what, brother Carolyn. Uh huh. Now let, let me let me let me let me I'm say listening. this, and I don't mean to cut you off. Let me say this because. One of, one of the main things we've been, and I think, Brother Carl, we talked about this last week a little bit when you called in, and I, and I gave you kudos, too, when I first, my, my first comment when I opened the show was to give, was to thank you for being on the show last week. So I'm going to thank you again, and, and Brother Reese, for right now, and I'm going to thank you again at the end of the show for coming on. I appreciate the conversation, man. But okay, then. We, and, until, the, the, until, and it, this, the biggest problem that we have as a people and it's unfortunate because so many people have bought into it or so deep into a comfort zone that they don't want to hear nothing other than that is Sunday is church because they have uh, people looking up in the sky instead of turning that shit around and looking within themselves and embracing mm-hmm. all that dormant spiritual power that's just been laying there while you're looking up in the sky because the preacher says so for the benefit of the preacher and the preacher for the benefit of the oppressor. It, it, it's, it's a vicious circle, brother. We got it. Mm-hmm. If we can crack that re- religious barrier, I'm going to tell you, we can have all the fucking hope. Yeah, I said it. All the hope we want to have because we've had mm-hmm. hope forever. But that's, but that's all we'll have, but we will have no right. possibility. And I just right. want to say that. And that's that's one of our number one 
uh, brainwashing. We've been so brainwashed, man, by religion, man, and Christianity. That that's one of our downfalls, man. A lot of people don't see it like you and I see it, uh, Keith. But that that brainwashing has been going on for a long time, man. Yeah. And our women yeah. are really messed. They got our women are really messed up, man. I I know you probably slipped the time, but you know, man, it's been always a pleasure. You know, you you killed it. That's the point right there, man. You know. Religion is, you know, it's got us, it's got us, got our women, man, out there. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. it's even, it's even, and, and, and even women, women in my family, man, that I, I love and I respect, because all churches aren't bad. There are some churches who do, not enough. There are some who do. The, the church turn, was turn, turn around But brother Reese, brother Reese, go ahead and chime in, man. Yeah, but 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 we got to look at it like like we look at white supremacy sometimes too. But like Dr. Clark said, he said for every white man, that's for every good white man, that's a bad one behind him. So we have to look at it like that, and <laughs> we got to look at the whole church as being corrupt, and we can pick and choose. Uh, not necessarily pick and choose, but we have to make a decision based off of that because we don't know what is what and who is who, you know. You know, you got a bunch of that's how we I look at the church now. I mean, like I said, when I said earlier today, um I, I always use the, the Bible against people that that church people. And I I, mm-hmm. I tell them about Acts seven forty eight and it specifically says, uh, God doesn't dwell on temples that's made by hands, which is the man. So they're talking about the mm-hmm. church. So why is we in the church for? If he don't do that, I, what he's talking about is we, it's the that the temple is within you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and a lot mm-hmm. of church people get offended, but they they give me they say that's true, but then they give me a but. What is the but? <laughs> that's the whole the legit. You you shouldn't be yeah, in no church. Yeah. Okay, but let me, uh, let me I mean, say this. What I'm to do, hold on, this, this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take, uh, man, I, I, I'm going to tell you first of all, and I'm going to say it before this, I really appreciate uh, Maurice uh, Bledsoe, Brother Carl Sanderson, man, this is this has been, uh, you guys have made my week. I'm going to just say it like that. Like, words can't express it, but I really appreciate you guys' conversation. Not that you necessarily even agree with me, because I can say, I can take it today. I can hold my own. And if I'm wrong, believe me, I'll be the first one to say, damn, you know what? Damn, you just schooled me because I wasn't on to that. But thank you. Yeah, but Brother I Carl. Take a little you know, brother, I, was talk, I was listening to Brother Carl last week, and, man, you was man, you was knocking him out the park, man. You, you, maybe Did you should you be mean? on the uh, trial for the cause or something, man. Uh, <laughs> on on, 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 on my W last week. Actually, I hate that I came on late. You know, I was sitting here at work, and then I, I just opened up my, and I said, oh, oh, keep it on. He came on at 7. And, man, I yeah. missed out. But, hey, man, hey, I'm always willing, man. I love it. I love to be informed. I love to inform uh, people, yeah. man, and that's me. And, I, you know, I'm always searching and reading, and, you know, I'm an info guy, and that's, you know, mm-hmm. I don't drink, I don't right. drug, smoke, none of that. But you know, I'm and no, I'm not perfect. But hey, man, I'm I'm down for the righteous man and woman. Yeah, that's what you, I'm about, I man. You. you know, but I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take people. Got I'm to take, know the truth, I'm, man. 
Right, exactly. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take one more old school break, and I, I'm gonna add one on because we went a little, uh, you know, we went into uh, the hour. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna get a co- a closing statement from Brother Carl and from Brother Maurice. So while we going old school for a second, y'all think about it when we come back. I want you to lay it out for whatever you want to say, whatever you want to present, whatever you want to represent to people. Your closing statement is coming up next. You all hold on, and we'll be right. Step into the bad side Step into the bad side Gonna take a mean ride Mean ride The smile I had is gone away Those that fear are gonna pay Step into the bad side
okay, and we are back, and we're going to step to the good side. Ain't nothing in between. We're going to go from bad to good. Brother Carl Sanders, you still with me? Brother Reese. Whoops, hold on a second. Hold on. Brother Carl, you still with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Keith. Okay. And uh, I hear you, Brother Reese. You still there? Yes, I am. Okay, sounds good. Okay, we're going to uh, close it out. But like I said before, uh, we went, I, I, well, I say it old school, but uh, it's not as old as the school I'm really uh, marinated in, but it does have that same flavor. So uh, there you have it. But, Carl, we're going to start with you, man. Now, just give us a closing statement. Whatever you want to share, man, and bring to the people, whatever you want to put out there, it's on you, brother. Go ahead. You got it. Okay. Well, I wanted to say that I would hope that the church, see, the church really belongs to the community. So I, I want that hopefully the church can get back doing the community uh, type of stuff, like feeding the kids, taking care of the kids, you know, Doing doing what the church is supposed to do, it's supposed to be part of the community, you know. And I'm not talking about the mega, those mega churches and that mega nonsense. I'm totally against that, you know. And if you are a mega church and you have the wealth, you should be taking care of the community. Bring the finances back to the community and deal with the community, and that's 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 a start. Because everything starts in the um, in the home anyway, and just like you all, you heard that uh, that saying about it takes, you know, it takes a village to raise uh, a kid, you know. So I want to see the church get back into the lives of the of the people, especially our young people. That's that's where I'm at today, and that's. That's what if the church gonna do something, come on. You got the, the church and, and since you already got our sisters in there, hey, bring the church to the community and spend the wealth or you could be a, a poor church, but if you in the community, you can make an impact. You know, that get that'll get keep some of our kids off the streets, you know. Mm-hmm. Bring the bring the church back into the community. That's what I have to say, man. Thanks for having me. Okay. Brother, hey, Brother Carl, uh, man, I tell you, you call back any time, man. You, you, you're you on point. Not just because you're on point, because if you disagreed and, and brought it to me the same way you bring uh, what you have on point, I'd appreciate you just as much. I appreciate it. Brother uh, Reese, go ahead, man. Uh, my my thing is uh, power economics, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, is, is, is good. It's a good start for black people to, to, to start at. Uh, learning business ventures, you know, because like I said, you know, a job is temporary. If you're working mm-hmm. for another person, they, they, you're not going to get any, you know, it's, 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 you're making money for them. So that's why I, 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 want, I want black people to, more, to be more business savvy about themselves, you know, start trying to figure out how to get businesses for themselves, um, and just, uh, just learn your history. Learn, you know. Our Illinois people need to learn our history of what, who we are and where we come from, and uh, I, I think that we'll be fine. I mean, and, and just to add to, to Brother Carl, I mean, because he, he was, like I said, he's right on point on a lot of issues. Um, th- th- those are the, the two things that I just wanted to add to, to, to what Brother Carl said, and I think that we'll be fine 
after that, you know. So Thanks that's that's it. Weeks. That's those are good. I hear you. That's good. And I'll just I'll close I'll close up by saying I'll close up by saying what I said earlier in the show that if we're gonna my people talk about well what's your solution what's your solution well this is my solution. And we have to start with our grassroots. We have to plant our seeds and fertilize our seeds properly. We have to mm-hmm. twelve. We have to instill mm-hmm. and reprogram our kids to uh, a curriculum of conflict resolution, anger management, self-respect, basic morals. We have to do something to counter the systematic programming that is embedded in our kids and our youth and who and our kids are now the parents also because so you can't just say, Well, it starts at home with the parents because the parents are kids too. So yeah. our school systems have to be remade over. And on that note I will say and always always is closing that in the name of whomever or whatever power. Peace. Good show, man. Yeah, great show. Hey, Marie, thanks a lot, man.